listening to Everyday Engineering, the City of Madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure, complex topics explained simply. From the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes. By way, the curbs and streets we design. City engineering touches your life in so many ways. Explained right now in Everyday Engineering. Public art, you may see colors and culture all across our community, but how exactly does it get there? And where does the money come from? I am joined today by Bill Fruling, Principal Planner in the Planning Division here at the City of Madison. Uh, thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, this is a really unique program. Maybe not so many people understand or know how it works. So before we get into it, Bill, what exactly do you do at the city? Hey, thanks for having me today, Anna. So I'm a principal planner in the planning division, so I do a lot of different things in my job. And it's part of what I love about it. We do a lot of variety of special project planning, uh, planning for new developing areas of the city, planning for downtown, planning for existing areas. Part of the responsibility of my section uh, is historic preservation as well. Uh, d general design and placemaking, and a big part of it is uh, the the municipal arts program. So it's more than just public art that mm -hmm. we're going to talk about today. Good, but it's music, it's poetry, it's uh, performing arts, spoken word, um, and so uh, I'm pitch hitting today for Karen <laughs> Wolf, who's yes. our arts and culture administrator. Uh, but talking about specifically the Percent for the Art program, which is one of the aspects of our public art program. But since I was involved in the creation of the program and trying to get it up and running, hopefully I can answer any of your questions today. Yes. Well, and I think you hit on so many good things and, and important parts of this. Yes, it's not just art, but where we cross a lot of the time, we cross it in the planning division, in the um, the engineering division is, you know, obviously private development, building. Um, I've seen it. I've Maybe I, I want to see it more. I'm excited for that and learning more about this program. But, you know, maybe there's a mural that's on the side of a parking garage or that we're leading in the construction. So for anybody who's listening and maybe watching, they maybe like, how is this crossing with, with some of the projects that we see at the city? So... Tell us about the program, Percent for Art program. What is it? How does it work? Why do we have it? Sure. So um, as I mentioned before, we have kind of a multifaceted, many layers of our public art program. But one of the things that we really wanted to establish is the city does building projects all across the community. Mm -hmm. And, and wanting to take the, some people think mundane, like a parking structure, right. for example, and beautify it. They're not always and so exciting, I know, but I, they serve a purpose. Some people think they are, so not to knock them. <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. But, but exactly, that because the city does projects all across the community in all kinds of building and, and other projects, wanted to take that opportunity to incorporate art into our own projects and kind of set an example for the rest of the community. So for example, a uh, parking garage that's being built on South Park Street yes. right now, yep. that we engaged an artist who worked with the community to engage screens that are going to be on the parking structure anyway and mm -hmm. to do murals in the stairwell mm -hmm. uh, instead of just painting it gray 
And because of uh, that artist's work, Michael Ford, working with the community, the art really reflects the community and hopefully helps connect people mm -hmm. uh, to place. Yeah. And that's really what, uh, what that is all about. What about the money? How, does it, how, how do we get to that point? Sure. And so this ordinance that um, actually is really pretty new because it was adopted in 2017, mm -hmm. went into effect in 2019, but because the projects are identified two years prior to their bidding, yes. it is ju we're just starting to see our very first projects that are, that are funded through this percent for the arts. So um, any big capital project the city is involved in, mostly building projects, but it applies to other things. We probably don't need to get into those details. <laughs> uh, so projects that have Budget a- Budget 101. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole set of slides about that. Yeah. We won't go through. But the any capital project of at least $5 million mm -hmm. in total budget that's funded in wholly or in part by the city, 1% of the city share of that project uh, has to go to incorporating art into the project. And the idea is to, to identify these opportunities and to integrate it into the building itself instead of just saying, oh, we'll, we'll slap a mural on the side of this big blank wall. Right. You know, it's really to be more thoughtfully integrating it into the design of the whatever it is we're building. A lot more purposeful um, and quite the commitment as a city, um, projects like that, you know, five million. How how often are we seeing those opportunities as we're looking ahead? Um, in so that we, range, we've only had a few so far, but within the next two years, mm -hmm. there are about fourteen or fifteen projects that will qualify for this. And wow. because these projects are are the responsibility of many agencies, different. Mm -hmm different divisions in the engineering division, the mm -hmm. parks division, mm -hmm. economic development sometimes, mm -hmm. the yeah. parking utility. Like, <laughs> so it takes a lot of coordination among a number of different agencies. And the art has to follow certain rules, I'm assuming. We can't just put anything. Yes. We can't we, put we, a, big, a, a big banana or just like a big smiley face or something. There's got to be certain rules and rules on that absolutely right? and we we follow best practices mm -hmm. uh for uh for artists so we try to provide opportunities for local artists for mm -hmm. emerging artists um but also make opportunities available for you know for out of town out of state maybe out of country mm -hmm. artists uh, so we have a wide variety of different types of projects so what examples of art have we seen, um, maybe, I know we're looking ahead and this is a, a newer program with the two-year everything, but, you know, when we say either public art or art in the city of Madison, what are some things that maybe people have seen that are pretty awesome, I guess, well, that we want to highlight? Well, I, I think there are a couple that had this program been in place uh, when these projects were done. Uh, for example, uh, the gates at Goodman Pool. If people are familiar with those. It's yeah. it's kind of a blue metal tubing. It looks like water or waves. Uh, those were custom-made gates at the time the pool was constructed uh -huh. uh, that, um, you know, had this program been in place, that might have been funded through that. Also, the Penny Branch Library mm -hmm. uh, has art incorporated all throughout it. Yes. So it's not 
it's art in public places, but it's not always, you know, what a lot of people think of is a sculpture placed somewhere yeah. that we, again, try to integrate it into projects. Um, we have a number of projects coming up, and a lot of them have had a you know a lot of media. For instance, the bus rapid transit, yes. um, you know, very big project. It's impactful. And the project is is very impactful for and, our community. Exactly, and and it provides a lot of opportunities to um, to make aesthetic enhancements to the transit stop, say. Uh, through incorporating public art into them, make them more unique, maybe have them relate to their context mm -hmm. where they are a little bit mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. um, the um, public market, of course, another big uh, Huge communi project. community project that's coming up that's mm -hmm. been in the media a lot is going to be filled with public art and really try to uh, help connect people uh, to the place. Um, wow. It's amazing. I don't mean to stop you. If you have no, more, tell no. us more, please. I mean, <laughs> there, there are just great. a few other I was thinking yeah. of. Uh, the Lake Street parking ramp replacement. It's a public-private partnership where we're going to be the city's going to be replacing our uh, Lake Street public parking ramp, but a private developer is providing housing on top of that, mm -hmm. um, and so um, that is going to be. We're working with the developers to incorporate art into that. Uh, the Rindall Imagination Center uh, that we've heard a lot about is also going to uh, be subject to this program. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to note this program is meant to set a minimum. Mm -hmm. So places like the public market, like the Imagination Center, are going to be integrating art throughout in an amount way in excess of the 1%. Which is, again, a big commitment to arts and culture in our community. And a really cool opportunity to really um, just jazz and com and connect with our community. I mean, jazz up. It, it's better to look at a wall or and have a beautiful mural. Also, you know, it really starts to engage the community when people want to take photos in front of the art. Or, you know, you see a lot of that on, you know, social media today, you know, where you go to certain cities and there's those beautiful murals and you see people take, you know, and then that word gets out about where they went and then our mission as sharing all of this within the city and what great things art can do for our community then reaches more and more audiences. So there's really a lot of benefit to having this even more so than just the obvious right in front of us. Yes. And it's, you know, a bit of a sense of discovery too. So not only for residents, but for visitors to the community where they turn a corner and they see something unexpected there. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that people take note of mm -hmm. for sure uh, program you were part of creating this program can you kind of bring me back to that time why we decided to do this why do this why why make this commitment this way um, why not let it just happen organically was it happening organically before I you know I guess why did we create this program Great question. Part of it was to set an example for uh, for the private sector mm -hmm. and show that we're making this commitment to do this in, in our facilities. But part of it was it was a little hit and miss before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there wasn't really a way to catch it or provide the opportunities. The Goodman Pool Gate that I gave an example of, that was something that the idea was floated and the, you know, parks and other agencies thought that was a good opportunity, but it was just because somebody thought of it. 
Mm-hmm. And it, you know, so trying to make it part of the city regular dialogue and the review and proposing projects, just to make sure that that's um, that's a consideration. And so then it went beyond just being a consideration to being actually a requirement. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and all the city agencies have really embraced it. They've been great to work with, um, you know, and and are really embracing it. How much art do we have in our community right now? Okay. <laughs> that was a very general question. That, that was. Um, but, I mean, how much art, I mean, now that we have this program in place, or how much are we anticipating maybe and hopeful for as we go forward? Because, yeah, you see a mural, you see a sculpture, you might see something in that realm, but um, I feel like there's probably a lot that we're unaware of currently. Well, actually, uh, probably a little-known fact is that our municipal art program is 50 years old. 50? 50. I buried the lead and on so, that. 50 <laughs> years old. So there's lots of art in so our community. So there's lots of art that's been uh, created over time <sighs> by, you know, in all kinds of different ways. And that mm-hmm. we were focusing on the percent for the art, yeah. but we also give out arts grants mm-hmm. We uh, of all different kinds. We fund other projects. Sometimes we purchase art uh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a comprehensive approach to art that's really grown exponentially, mm-hmm. um, you know, over time and in recent years. So yeah. so there is a lot of art. I don't know how to quantify it. That's okay. Uh, but but it's, it's really throughout the community. Bigger picture question here is we, you know, we're very hyper-focused on the city of Madison, but you know, as we zoom out, why is it important to include art and culture and different chunks? It, it may seem obvious, but maybe it's not. Maybe to other municipalities, um, other areas of the state, maybe others in other states, you know, or, or wherever, whoever's listening. Um, why is it important to do this? Well, I think uh, one of the things is starting starting more at the macro level it uh, it's part of Madison's unique identity. Like when you go to Chicago and you think about the bean, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's you know we may or you know may or may not have something quite that iconic, but I think for Madison it's kind of the collection and the variety and the kind of wherever you go in the community you're constantly discovering that that becomes part of our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's an economic development benefit to that, too, yes. because of what art contributes to the vitality and vibrancy of a place mm-hmm. where people want to visit, they want to spend time, they want to spend money, mm-hmm. they want to be. Uh, we want people to be here and enjoy we, it. We want people to be here and enjoy it, but we want our residents to enjoy it also. We want people to be proud, uh, to think that they, you know, they live in a place that values art, uh, we our program has been evolving to really uh, try to diversify it, you know, particularly for giving opportunities to emerging artists and artists of color, and really trying to um, to use art as a venue for people to connect to their community. Like I mentioned, the the parking ramp on South Park Street, how that artist worked with the community. To uh, to really create the art, uh, to come up with the concept, to come up with the design, and so 
you know, hopefully that people in that neighborhood can can see themselves in that, can reflect that this is they had a hand in this, they have some ownership in it, mm-hmm. that that it can really help connect people to community as well. Huh. So people should consider this if they're in other areas listening, maybe. Because this is a great success story. We've had an art program for 50 years, and then now we're making a, a more concerted effort to commit to making sure that art is in our our infrastructure, our, our community. Yeah, one of our big areas of emphasis in our public art program is what we call art in city building. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's using these everyday things, streets, sidewalks, parking garages come up a lot <laughs> to uh, a lot use that as an opportunity to incorporate <laughs> art and a higher level of design and a mm-hmm. better aesthetic. Yeah, there's a lot of wall there on those parking garages. A lot, a lot of wall. <laughs> There is a lot, a lot of, of opportunity. A lot of opportunity. You know, I think any artist would probably say that too. You see a blank space. There's so much opportunity for creativity. Um, yeah. And it makes us stand out, like you mentioned. It creates a, a, a vibrance and a brand for us. And people can ex- expect an experience here in Madison um, that we're hopeful we can continue to create and cultivate. Uh, how can people get involved? I know this program specifically is through like capital... Um, you know, capital funds and things like that um, at the city. But, I mean, is there anything else people can get involved with, I don't know, in, as far as art maybe in our community? Uh, there are a number of opportunities, depending what you consider art. Yesterday was Make Music Madison Day, and music is part of our, our arts program too. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're talking more about uh, public art and the visual art and particularly like the percent for the art, um really, um, you know, is a project-by-project basis because, like I said, we want to make, we don't want to have the the art that gets incorporated into our projects be generic. We want it to reflect the context and the place where the project is located. Mm -hmm. And so, like, again, that South Madison parking ramp, when there's an invitation put out to the community by the artist to uh, help inform the project, people show up. People, you know, share their viewpoints. Good that that community dialogue that gets translated to whatever is built mm-hmm. is really the most impactful place for people to engage. So you don't have to be an artist. They don't have to know anything about art or parking garages, but to show up and share their stories and and their vision for what they would like that to be. Because then they're going to see art that reflects the community. It's this this. Big exactly. Full circle. Anything else, Bill? Anything else? No, I just say thank you for having me, and we are really excited to see what's going to come of this program. Like mm-hmm. we mentioned, it's new. There's just a couple projects so far, but in the next two years, with these 15 projects coming online, mm-hmm. and then the ones that will follow, mm-hmm. I think it will start to make a really noticeable impact. I do too. I think also a, a kind of a carrot, you know, for people, contractors, developers looking to do work with the city, get in on those big projects so you can be a part of something unique that you'll know 
will be included with art in it. So exactly, little carrot. That's there. the hope. There's, that's the hope. Yes, that's the hope. Bill, thank you so much for making time. Um, thanks for stopping by. Um, if you have a question about this program, anything that we talk about on this podcast, please let us know. Click over to our Facebook page, City of Madison Engineering Division, or just send us an email, engineering at cityofmadison.com. Because as always, we are here for you as a resource every day in engineering. 